If you want to know the things that skincare nightmares are made of, then stay tuned because for today's Halloween special, we're taking a look at scary skincare. Welcome to the Korean Beauty Show, where we're talking all things Korean skincare, makeup, and more. If you want to learn about the hottest trending products and ingredients straight from South Korea, then this is the podcast for you. Each week, we'll be diving in to take a look at the latest trends, as well as all the tips and tricks you need to perfect your K-beauty routine. I'm your host, Lauren Lee, professional K-beauty expert and founder of Korean beauty platform Style Story. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Korean Beauty Show podcast. If you want to know the things that skincare nightmares are made of, then stick around because we're going to be discussing a whole stack of really, truly scary skincare advice. Everything from toothpaste on pimples to bicarb soda as a DIY exfoliator. There are some really scary skincare suggestions out there, so I'm going to run through how to remedy them ASAP. If you are wondering who I am, my name is Lauren Lee and I am the founder of Style Story, an online K-beauty platform where you can shop and explore all the latest K-beauty trends. And Style Story is, of course, today's podcast sponsors. So if you would like to find out more about Korean beauty, get a specialized consultation to match you with your perfect Korean beauty products, then jump on over to stylestory.com.au and our team would be more than happy to put you in with the perfect routine for you and explain to you how it all works, whether you are using Western products in your routine, Korean products, or you want to blend them then we, that is our favorite thing to do is to help you get the best out of your skincare routine. So we will see you on Style Story. And on to my top list of scary skincare trends in celebration of all things that are scary for Halloween. Now, the first one on my list is one that has been doing the rounds since I was a teenager, which is to say quite a long time. Uh, And this is the old toothpaste on pimples trick. So whoever came up with this one obviously had skin made of steel because for the rest of us mere mortals, putting toothpaste on your skin and on your pimples in particular is more likely to result in red, irritated and angry skin rather than the pimples going away. The is a grain of truth in the idea that toothpaste can help pimples though and that is mainly because toothpaste contains some ingredients that can help dry them out but the problem is that toothpaste actually has a really basic ph level Uh, and i don't mean basic as in oh she's so basic i mean the skin has a naturally acidic ph level and the ph level of your toothpaste is quite different to that so if you mess with your skin's pH level, you can risk damaging its barrier and that can leave it open to bacteria and potentially even more pimples, which is kind of the opposite of what everyone was hoping for, putting it on their pimples in the first place. So what to do instead? Obviously, 
step away from the toothpaste, leave it where it needs to go, which is on your teeth. And if you must attack your pimples, which I know is super tempting, then do it the safe way. And that is with a non-irritating pimple patch that can help draw the you know pus and secretions away from the pimple to flatten it out and minimize scarring. That is a safe way to go about it, guys. Uh, so yeah, toothpaste on pimples, meh, I'm going to put that in the top of my list of scary skincare. Now, the second one is bicarb soda as an exfoliator. Now, this is a really popular one, especially if you jump onto Pinterest. Uh, if you've seen any of the DIY face masks, then a lot of them involve putting bicarb soda onto your face. Now, this is another really terrible idea. Uh, as well as using it in a scrub or a face wash. And that is again because it has too high of a pH level to be good for the skin. So using it like that can lead to rashes, burning, a damaged skin barrier. Like none of that is skin goals. So that is not what we want. So what to do instead? I guess it depends why you're using it in the first place. If you're using it as an exfoliator, then instead I would opt for a slightly abrasive exfoliator like a sugar scrub or a clay mask because they will help gently, keyword being gently, remove the dead skin on your face without taking the rest of the stuff that you actually need with it. So yeah, Bicarb is an exfoliator not a good idea. I'm not a fan of that. So that's number two on the scary skincare list. There's plenty of other good, nice, gentle options available out there for exfoliating your face. Now, when it comes to your body, that's a different story. The body skin is a lot sturdier and, you know, you can use slightly more abrasive things like coffee, scrubs and things like that on the body. But for the face, we do need to be just that extra bit careful. So just watch out for those kind of trends. Now, for this week, um, we have, I don't know whether you will have seen it, but we have a post on our Instagram and that is a chance to win a one-on-one -on -one skincare consultation with yours truly, with me. And all you need to do is leave your comment on the Instagram post. So if you haven't already seen it, you will find it at Style Story underscore kbeauty. That is our Instagram. So go and find that post and drop your comment in there and you will go into the draw to win a skin consultation with me. Okay, so on to my next tip and that, well, this is my next not to do tip. This is scary stuff, is scrubbing your face for cleaner skin. Now, I know this kind of seems to make sense, right? You scrub your skin and you'll clean away all the dirt and build up that means you'll get cleaner skin. But that is actually not what necessarily happens. So I know, especially with Western skincare, a lot of the focus is on scrubbing and buffing and peeling. The idea is you just wanna get rid of the old stuff and reveal the new baby soft skin that is just hiding somewhere underneath, right? But in reality, doing this can lead to way too much exfoliation for your skin. It is just way too harsh. And, you know, exfoliation can result in everything from redness, peeling, flaking, um, dryness. If you feel like your skin is just constantly dry, no matter how much moisturizer you're putting on it, that is a classic sign of over exfoliation and a damaged skin barrier. And all of these things can take months to repair. So scrubbing for cleaner skin, definitely not the best way to go about it. My suggestion instead would be 
to minimize your exfoliating basically to once or twice a week. Uh, if you have oilier skin, you might be able to get away with doing it you know, up to three times a week. But for most people, I'd say that sweet spot is once to twice a week. And the other good tip I have is to obviously use less abrasive scrubs. You can use chemicals, but gentler is better um, rather than just going in with a really full strength, high strength, AHA or something like that. You can choose less abrasive and and more gentle ingredients. A a K-Beauty favorite is betaine salicylate, and that's a type of BHA. So that is my little K-Beauty hack for getting cleaner, smoother skin, but without risking irritation and over exfoliation. Now, the next really scary piece of skincare advice I have seen, and I don't know why, but it seems to be quite enduring this one, is to skip the moisturizer if you have oily skin. So this is another really terrible piece of skincare advice because I think the thinking is that if you have oily skin, you basically are oily enough so you don't need to add any more oil to your skin. I think that's where this comes from. The the problem is that oily skin has an imbalance between the levels of sebum and moisture. So you can actually correct this with proper hydration and help keep overactive oil glands in check. That is why moisturizer for oily skin is such a good idea. Because if you starve the skin completely of any hydration, what will happen is the oil glands go into overdrive and start producing even more oil because they're thinking that they're not going to get that. So rather than skipping the moisturizer altogether, the thing that I would say is just to make sure that you're choosing the right type of moisturizer for your oily skin. So in general, swooping generalization, but gel textures do tend to work better for oily skin uh, as opposed to creams and thicker type of um, creams like that. So another great ingredient for oily skin that I really like is hyaluronic acid. And this is basically a, a humectant, a water binding ingredient that attracts and binds water to the skin. So hyaluronic acid molecules are really good because they can hold heaps up to a thousand times their own weight in water. So that can be a really great way to help balance your oily skin's levels of sebum and moisture. So that's what I would say. Don't skip it. Don't listen to people telling you if you have oily skin, especially for teenagers. I think that's a really common one is, uh, you know, to skip that kind of skip moisturizing because they don't need it. But that is, that couldn't be further from the truth. So you can safely ignore that tip. Um, My next one. Oh my gosh. So scary skincare, coconut oil can substitute for a moisturizer. This is just like, no, no, don't do it guys. The reason coconut oil can be a good ingredient in a properly balanced skincare formula is because it's full of vitamin E and fatty acids. So as part of a properly balanced formula, it can be a really great ingredient for skin. However, huge, massive caveat is that it is highly comedogenic, which means it has the potential to clog the pores. So it is definitely not an ingredient for everyone. And just smothering your face with the actual oil is just not something that I would recommend doing. So basically what to do instead is just use a proper moisturizer. Just use an actual moisturizer. If you like coconut oil and your skin handles it really well, like by all means, buy yourself a moisturizer that has coconut oil in it 
it. But as for slathering the like tub of oil or whatnot over your face, yeah, no, no, just, that's just not going to work for me. Uh, so that would be my tip. Obviously do what you like, but I do not think that that is the most sound skincare advice doing the rounds. That's just my personal opinion. Okay, so the next one is quite scary, <laughs> and that is that sunscreen damages your skin. So you shouldn't use it because it's somehow bad for you. Now, it is hard to believe to me that anyone would even think this, let alone give it to someone else as advice, but I hope it goes without saying that sunscreen, especially in Australia, is one product that you shouldn't ever skip. So. The risk of skin cancer aside, which is obviously a really big one, there are actually plenty of cosmetic reasons why going without sunscreen is a bad idea. So brown spots, red veins, blotchiness, wrinkles, fine lines, they're just a few things that can happen to people that do not wear sunscreen regularly or apply it properly or reapply it. So my suggestion, my strong suggestion would be to be really religious about applying your sunscreen every day and no matter what the weather is, if you think it's cloudy outside, still apply it. Don't, don't take into account your skin color, still apply it. Don't take into account how long you'll be outside, just apply it. I think that is a very, very safe rule. Now, if you're going to be in your house with the curtains drawn, you know, completely away from any kind of light, that's a different story. But if you are thinking, oh, look, I won't put it on because I'm just going to pop down to the shops for five minutes or, you know, I'm just going to wait for the bus at the bus stop to take me into work and then I'll be sitting inside all day, just put it on. Honestly, there's better to be safe than sorry, just put it on. There is very little that's good about sun exposure without sunscreen and even vitamin D is not enough reason because you can get your daily vitamin D content through supplements and diet. So I know that that's a reason that's bandied about sometimes for people to not wear it, but that in my mind is not worth the risk of skin cancer. Melanoma and like those things can kill you really quickly creep up on you before you know it so you know there are heaps of ways that you can get your daily vitamin d but sunscreen is pretty much the only thing that we know that can block melanoma and the risk of skin cancer so they are just some of the scary skincare trends that i thought i would share with you in celebration of halloween i hope you guys have found this just a little bit of fun um, i always love talking about bad skincare advice and scary skincare advice just because there really is so much doing the rounds and it can be hard sometimes to know whether it's you know sound advice or not especially if you know the article looks legit or they've got a nice picture on Pinterest or something like that. So if you have come across one of these in the wild, I would love for you to share it with me. You can come over and find me on Instagram at lauren.kbeauty. And other than that, I will chat to you next Tuesday as usual. And in the meantime, I'll see you on Style Story.